This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Shout out to that guy, yes. The majesty. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is back for the Friday. There's something going on Friday edition. Um, and this is one of those weeks. We had a Dipperstein, uh, we had a Dipperstein Tuesday episode. We got an SGG Friday episode. Maybe one day they'll be on the same show. But not this week. <laughs> Again. Uh, SGG hailing from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania today. How are things yeah. going? Things are going great. Things are going great. Um, yeah, like you said, one day maybe the whole band will be together. But, you know, we got to save that for like a... Maybe we should make that a PLE, <laughs> like right. a Discord, a Discord PLE or something. We'll figure out the logistics, but or maybe uh, maybe always for the go home before a PLE. <laughs> right, right. Which would be next week. That's right. That's before the Puerto Rico show. It would be that would be the first uh, show. I couldn't believe when it dawned on me the other day that it's the first show since Mania. It like it's funny for as slow as time goes. I mean, for as fast as time goes, generally which basically occupies 90% of my waking thought that time is slipping away from me. It's fa- it moves faster every day. You get older it, too. It moves faster every day. And yet I looked up and was like, damn, I can't believe this is the first PLE since mania. It feels like that was forever ago. Yeah. To me, at least like, I'm like, wow, it's we're only, so basically we went on our trip to mania exactly one month ago. Yes, yes. And that kind of feels like a lifetime ago. It does because honestly, in WWE, it has been a lifetime ago, right? Like they announced the draft, they announced the new championship. Everybody went in all these different directions. Um, Cody is is building towards Brock, and it feels like that's a rivalry that's been going on much longer than four weeks. Cause Cody got his ass beat right after WrestleMania has been holding his ribs. Ever since um, Punk managed to 
be back at WWE, but then is going back to AEW. Like all these things happen just in this short span of time that I guess, you know, a while ago would have been like, oh, this is the last six months of wrestling, right? Well, and, plus you, and, plus, and plus the first couple of weeks was all about the sale. Right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Like the sale that was announced too, right? Because it was leading up to WrestleMania. It was rumored that something was going to happen. I, you know, there was some speculation that had already been sold to the Saudis. And then, you know, wrestling media went crazy with that for about a, a you know a few business days. <laughs> and then the sale has been announced. WWE and UFC um, combat sports entertainment. Well, has it been, can you use the word announced yet? It's been announced that it's, that it's attempted it's being attempted to happen or something like that yeah they well right like what we got before triple h showed up on monday right there was i guess the announcement to the to the announcement right they talked about wanting to do this sale and i guess we're gonna have to see whether or not um you know regulations allow it to go through but because it seems that people who know more than i do emphasize that it is a very complicated situation yeah, that's what well that's what they said after the um after all the scuttlebutt with the Saudis, right? It was like, oh wow, WWE's been sold to the Saudis like as if they went in and bought, you know, some Mountain Dew or a bagel. Like they just right. <laughs> they just did it. And people ran with it. And then, you know, people who know better were just like, hold on, like there's no way there's no way this would have gone through without at least a filing of some sort with some government agency, right? You can't just you can't just go to the store and get a WWE. I'd like one I like one WWE, please. Right, and you walk out. I don't think it's that way either. It just doesn't happen. Um, so you're right. A lot has happened, but it just feels like it's been forever. Hey, Natalie. Did you go far? Natalie? <laughs> yeah, it looks like she disappeared. I, uh, where are you? Uh, are you? Are you in the middle of your breakfast? All right, enjoy yourself. No, no, I was going to ask her to describe the... The breakfast that she just gave me. Well, she Is that gave a me grilled a- cheese? It looks like a grilled cheese, but it could easily be a bacon, egg, and cheese. No, no, no bacon here. Natalie, um, when you say you're making, uh, quote, toast, what can you tell everyone what it is? That's what I'm snacking on right now. Toast is toast. So it's basically, we, I have a sandwich maker. It's like $25, $20 on Amazon. You put two pieces of bread, any bread you have, slices of cheese, and... Um, I like to thinly slice tomatoes, add a little salt at the end because the salt um, releases moisture out of the tomatoes. Um, and yeah, just put it all in the little sandwich maker. So in other words, and, and, and don't and don't ask what the what exact sandwich maker it is on Amazon. We're not doing that over here. She got they have to cut a check if they want that. No, that's right. Miss no, Hatton no. endorsement. We're not doing that's that. Over no, no, here. And I was exactly. I was personally insulted to see the Empire State Building. Uh, jump in her comments and say, "Oh, can we use this on all of our stuff?" It's like, it's like cut the check, Empire State Building. Wait, wait, when was that? This was. Oh, they did I think that a lot. It was, I think I saw this today or yesterday. I was like, "Well, if it I helps, almost they, jumped in." And if said, it helps, cut the they check have first. no, no. They, if it helps, they have cut some checks. Okay, okay. They've cut it, right. but 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 they need to be cutting individual checks. What you're saying, yes, Dave, if, if yes. you need a you lawyer, don't just, you don't just jump in the comments and SGG say, "She is here for you." <laughs> you don't just come Basically, jump in the comments and say, you know what I mean? Oh, and that's how you say it in Hebrew is tossed. So. <laughs> it's definitely not Hebrew. <laughs> it's called, that's how they say it in your house, babe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a grilled cheese, but I believe the Hebrew word for this toasted bread is, uh, it, is toast. 
It's the Hebrew word. It's tossed. I bought it. Listen, I bought it. I, I haven't been to Hebrew school, so I thought I thought she was going to up it up. You go, wow, they have the word tossed in Hebrew. And it's just it's just like toasted bread. That's interesting. Um, so I saw yesterday, SGG, it seemed like the the chatter of the uh, of the Discord, the the Peckerheads portion of the Discord, which is where the cheap heat people seem to talk about cheap heat was uh, discussing what a global superstar is. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to define in this you know, in this era. It's like, a fun it conversation. Really it's what makes it a fun conversation. Because the initial thought, and, and I, you know, I'm sure you've heard the episode, but I think my initial thought is Bad Bunny is the biggest, this is the biggest star integration they've essentially ever done. Mm-hmm. And because the world is different, that's as you sort of pointed out, that can be true, and you also have people who don't know who he is, which would not <laughs> yeah. have been the past. It's it's it's, uh, it's that's my point. Like, you know, Bad Bunny can completely fail the grandma test and still be one hundred percent qualified as a global sensation, a megastar, all these things, all these superlatives that get thrown at him um, just because of what he has what he has accomplished, right? My my grandmothers are dead, but they wouldn't know who he is. My mom doesn't know who. But he there is. are mad abuelas uh, in the Bronx who all know who he is, and right, are going to exactly. The con- and and by the way, are sixty five and going to the concert a hundred percent. Yeah, and what what sort of crystallized it for me too? There's this clip of Drake that always goes viral every once in a while. Where like he's at the Oklahoma City Thunder game, and he's front row, and he's sitting next to these two older white people. Um, I was, I'm assuming they're a couple. And the camera's on Drake, and the dude leans over to him and, and says, "Are you famous?" And Drake goes, "No, nah, I think they look. I think they were here for you." And it's just like the dude has no idea who Drake is, right? It's Drake, which is unfathomable to us. But then, does Drake not? Is Drake not a also global a global superstar? sensation because he failed the grandma grandpa test live at an NBA game? What about <laughs> you know what, I mean? what about the um, what about Jay Z on the subway? Yeah, uh, that too. It's another grandma. (laughs) It was another grandma. She's like, are you a singer? He was on the way to his concert in the subway that was built to take people to the arena that he also helped build that he was performing at to break in. (laughs) She had no idea. Doing like 14 straight shows or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, And she had no idea who it was. So, yeah, it may be. It may be. That Michael Jackson was the last of the passes every grandma test. Yeah. You know, or, I mean, or I, I guess, or if it's not Michael Jackson, it's Michael Jackson's era. Because maybe Madonna's in there too, right? But like it was that window where it was over. Like yeah. you got to the late 80s, by the late 80s, I don't know, it feels like in the 90s, every star there's been since may be gigantic. But there will be some people who don't know them. And I saw people in our chat, you know, from other countries debating it about athletes. And, yeah, athletes have always been different, though, you know, with with very few exceptions. Now, athletes have the exceptions. You'll get your your Ali, Tyson, Pele, um, you know, these people who cross Jordan who cross over absolutely everywhere. But honestly, like in the United States. In the United States, not anywhere else. So, and then there's the fact that we're the outlier in some sports, right? Like, yeah. there's a pl- there's a world in which Cristiano Ronaldo could go to a movie in the U.S. and make it through the movie without being stopped. It could happen. Like, I'm not yeah. saying if, if he was wearing cleats and a jersey, maybe not. But if he was wearing a baseball hat and jeans, 
Ronaldo might be able to move around here. Oh yeah, he could go to the grocery. He could be behind you at the grocery store. And Messi in Argentina, it's a riot. <laughs> Literally, right. the man walks down the street, and it's the it looks like the equivalent of when they would show those shots of Michael Jackson, like in Barcelona, and the crowd outside his hotel. That's what it's like yeah. for Messi, but it's not like that here. And here, we don't do that for the big athletes here. Like, no, don't definitely. get me wrong. If Patrick Mahomes was out, people would be talking about it. Like, oh, you see Patrick Mahomes is here? That, but but that's it, though. That's, that's the extent it. of it. Like, he's not going to get mobbed and, like, he'll be able to get to his car. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, listen, if he chose the wrong event or if he was outside of Arrowhead Stadium before a game, but, like, short of that. So it's just, it's very different. But I think by all metrics that count today, you have to acknowledge Bad Bunny as being whether whether it's oversaid or not. But global. it can't be understated though. Like when when somebody's that out of here, it can't be understated. Well, like, and they it, can't understate it. They'll listen, right, WWE they're promoting a show. Us, <laughs> not only they're promoting a show, think about the people they've promoted to us who are not really that great of stars. Yeah. And they're Florida. trying to they're trying to sell you on how X person that they have is great, and you're like, this person's okay. Now they have someone who's an absolutely undeniable star. You better believe we're going to hear it. I yeah. mean, it's, it's really crazy. It's it's actually a very unique circumstance because I'm not saying it's not a big deal when Bad Bunny is at shows. But that's what makes it so fascinating. It's not the biggest deal. Like, like he's like so low on the card, right? Like it's not like, yeah, it's not like all of a sudden because Bad Bunny is there, him walking down the hallway takes the air out of it for like Roman Reigns, even right. though he is a way bigger star than Roman Reigns. <laughs> but he, there, he's not. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it is unique. It is a really like there just aren't a lot of fields like this where someone can show up and be a part of it and they bring whatever they have with them from other worlds. You know, and that's true of McAfee too. You know, and he's not Bad Bunny, but shh, McAfee has become a sports media sensation. That's for and sure. Logan Paul too. Like Logan you, you, Paul, you cannot media. how heavy the YouTube and social media stuff is. Like, like Logan Paul is the definition of a social media and YouTube superstar. Yeah. And it's cool when he's around too, but nobody there sucks the air out of the room for the superstar superstars. Like it's... It's a, it's a really cool dynamic. It's one of the reasons I'm bummed out I won't be in Puerto Rico. I really Man, did. I did I, I'm bummed go. out you won't be in Puerto Rico. I think that's going to be a special show. It, it, it'll, at the very least, it's just going to feel special. And, you know, frankly, if I wasn't working from Stanford, I'd be thinking long and hard about making the trip for it just to go. It's yeah, like, like when I looked, it was about 500 bucks round trip. Yeah, the, just I feel like the atmosphere in that place is going to be. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I would have thought it would have been incredible. And by the way, that's minus Bad Bunny. Like, yeah. Just a PLE in Puerto Rico for the fact they haven't been there in like 20-some years. What was it? Was 05? Revolution. Yeah, 05. 05 Revolution. So 18 years. Just that alone, the crowd's going to be insane. And like I've been to wrestling in Puerto Rico before and in gymnasiums, and it's intense. Like it's, a, it's, just, it's getting to go to a place that truly cares about their pro wrestling and doesn't get big shows like this. So that's going to be amazing. Oh, by the way, it's hosted by the biggest star in the world. Right. Hometown hero, 
slash biggest star in the world. Because as we've seen with Sami Zayn and we see all the time, even that sometimes is enough to whip people up into a frenzy, right? Like just a homecoming. Now he, he's there a lot, obviously. Right. Um, you know, there was but a video still, recently. This is, of, this is the time for them to capitalize on it. You saw the video of, of him recently like performing on top of a gas station in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Did you see that? Like he's, yeah. he's out there. He's out there. Um, so they may, you know, be they may be as pumped to see the superstars come out as they are a bad bunny because they do see bad bunny and the superstars haven't been there in a very long time. It's going to be fascinating and, and, and awesome either way. I was going to say when Roman Reigns comes out, but that's not happening. I guess that's not happening. I guess we'll not be seeing Roman. Reigns. So I guess with that, we have to ask you SGG. We use the word, uh, dip and I use the word, uh, wonky, uh, maybe, maybe clunky. How do you feel about how we got where we are with this new title? The rollout, from my perspective, it was it was rough. It was not it was not a smooth a smooth transition. And I think, regardless of who wins, too, there's they set themselves up for that uphill battle of feeling like this is the consolation prize championship, right? Because it's like. Oh, Roman, whoever gets Roman gets the undisputed universal championship, which is suddenly now, I guess, going to be disputed because there's another world title championship um, in WWE. And and it's like, oh, and then the other show, we don't want you to have nothing. So you're going to get a champion and we're going to promise you that this champion is going to be here and is going to fight around all the time. It's going to earn the respect of the fans. And it's like, couldn't, couldn't one of these people just have gone head up against Roman? Or couldn't you have just said, I, lo- I love the thought that you had on Tuesday of, he was never even threatened with a, you better show up to something. Like, couldn't that have been the start of, of a thing where like, I mean, the Usos did it, right? The Usos carried the Raw Tag Team Championship and the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. And there was a week where they defended the Raw Tag Team Championship against one team and the SmackDown Championship against another team and they then that was just it there was no negotiation there was no hiding behind Heyman. there was no it's in our contract they didn't wield the power of the bloodline to say we're not doing any of that so i think roman should have also had to had to at least answer answer for that and say like listen you have a title belongs over here and the other title belongs over there you need to bounce around too um or let him float in the draft. There was ways to get around it other than unveiling, I think, the the this new championship that also the explanation of it wasn't really it didn't it, I, I didn't understand it because you know he called it the world championship and then immediately like the link went up for WWE shop. And <laughs> I pointed out privately to some people that, you know. The placement of it, it was right next to the WWE Championship, right? So you can see that one title was called the World Heavyweight Championship. And then the other title being the WWE Championship literally says World Heavyweight Champion on it. So it's like, like, what are we doing here? You have now we have two WWE World Heavyweight Championships that are that are also floating around, but you can't call one by that name because it's with Roman, and instead of splitting up from Roman, you just introduced a new title that has a lineage 
may or may not have a lineage that like is it going to tie back to the world championship is it going to tie back to the wcw championship is it going to have a brand new lineage i mean we don't know and these you never want to leave an announcement like that with more questions than answers but it was a lot of questions uh yeah i just also felt like there was a bit of uh, we discussed this already on tuesday but it was a little bit of uh Listen, if it leads to some sort of beef between Triple H and Roman, then I'm all good with it. But if not, it seemed like it was kind of burying Roman a little bit and making it seem as if he's like scared. Um, right. I don't like if you try to make wrestling, there's a few things about it that don't add up. Um, now, listen, obviously fans have the right to complain if they're like, I love Roman Reigns. I wish he was on TV every week. No problem. You know, um, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. I think at this point, if I was Roman, well, no one knows what it's like to be in someone else's shoes. From my vantage point, not knowing, I still think it's Roman full-time mode. Like, I don't think he's there yet. I think he should be there every week and owning this show and proving that he's that guy. I think I think somehow the bar has changed on when you take that next step to be like the step away move. Mm-hmm. Because The Rock did it really early. The Rock, the people don't realize The Rock did it after like four years. Oh, The Rock did it in two seconds. The, yeah, the, he, like, he debuts in 97, I want to say. He hits the main event, or not, not, might have been 96. Hits the main event scene two years later. So that's when we think of like the great one, most electrifying man, all that in Survivor Series 98. By Survivor Series 2002, he's gone. <laughs> Four years and The Rock is out of here. So Roman yeah. at least has already lasted longer Roman's than that. Practically, the, the reign of the tribal chief has practically been as long as The Rock's run. <laughs> right, right. So, so, so just to be clear, yeah, The Rock is a different thing altogether. The thing is with The Rock, his Hollywood stuff popped off so fast relatively. Like the second he hit the screen, Roman... I'm not saying he can't have a great Hollywood career. I certainly hope he does. Obviously, I'll be supporting him. But but Roman's first appearance that I saw on the big screen was at least two, three years ago. A few it was a few years ago already. I believe so. It was the it was in the fast movie with The Rock, right? Was it Hobbs and Shaw? Well, there, that was funny because I didn't see the fast one. I saw him in this comedy he popped on up. On Netflix? In. Yeah. He that and that had to have been shot a few years ago. I saw it during the pandemic. Really funny, yeah. by the way. And he's good in it. He's he's in it very briefly. I just feel like he's still I feel like the the long play for his career could still be like the real win could still be just owning this completely for a little while longer because he's now finally the guy like I I might just take a be like you know what I was going to jump to Hollywood let me spend now that crowds are back and now that I'm absolutely the man and the best thing I've ever done let me just do a a week-to-week, year-long kind of thing where I just own this damn show and then move. But that, this is this is all nitpicking. Anyways, fans have the right to think that. Um, but there's really not the precedent. This whole idea of, like, he should be defending the title every week, to be honest, to me, when that was happening, that wasn't always a good thing. Like, there were times <laughs> when it was good. You know, during the Attitude Era, it seemed to work that, any day you'd uh, turn on Monday Night Raw, you'd have Jim Ross going, and, and tonight another championship about for yeah. the great one. And you'd be like, oh, my God. But then in the Cena era, the defending the title every week in random matches, honestly, to me, is what led to people turning on him. It was enough. 
Guess what? Yep. He's not only defending the yeah. You know what defending the title means? It means you're winning every week. You're just winning and winning and winning and winning and winning. Yep. We always talk about Hogan. Hogan as over as anyone's ever been in history. My man, you you were not seeing Hulk Hogan on regular TV. He was no. walking out and cutting his backstage, and then every once in a while they'd feed him a silly title defense where it'd be like leaping Lanny Poffo, you know, and he would just <laughs> beat the hell out of him and get the easy win and talk about the next bigger thing on the horizon. But more often with Hogan, Hogan title defenses were Saturday night's main events and pay-per-views. That was, it was special attraction. When they, when they only have four pay-per-views and then maybe, right? Cause at the first WrestleMania, he's not defending. I think at the first SummerSlam, he's not defending the first Survivor Series. He's not defending. He might not have even been at the first Rumble, so <laughs> maybe at the pay-per-views. So, and that worked. I, and listen, again, we talked about it. it's a totally different era. My point is, it can work with Roman not defending all the time. So the idea that he needs to be sort of like mocked in any way because he's not a fighting champion, he's, listen, go through the list of people. It's hard to say he's not a fighting champion when the list of title defenses over the last couple of years it's something like 19 different superstars or like it, it's a lot of people. Yeah, it is a lot of people. And it's it's a lot of mage people, too. Like you brought up Hulk Hogan and his defenses against like a leaping lady. Like if you go through the people that Hulk Hogan defended against in that first run, I think you do get to 19 different people. But there's not many on the level of like because when you think of that first run and his defenses, you think of Andre the Giant. And that's it. And that's just at the tail end. Uh, and Bundy. Like, and Bundy, yeah, that's right. And, who he but, def- and he defended at Mania 2 in the cage against Bundy. Yeah, but there's not that many mage people <laughs> over the course of that run. No. As as Roman's run through. Roman's had a ton. Um, you know, Roman's only had a few. There were a handful of PLEs where you went into it saying there's absolutely zero chance. Yeah. I would say, um, with all due respect, and I, I would feel differently now perhaps, but at the time, Jey Uso you knew was a guaranteed Roman victory, mm-hmm. um, and and in his case, of course, him just being in it was a career changing moment. Um, Cesaro also, no disrespect to the, I believe he's the current ROH champion, but no disrespect. Listen, no, no disrespect. There was no chance. Um, Kevin Owens, the mm-hmm. last time, at both times, really, but particularly the last time. Yeah, as you knew, we were approaching all these bigger stories that were that were that had more depth. Um, Roman Reigns, title. Rey Mysterio too. As ma- listen, as as major as those matches were, and as major as that little mini feud with Ray was, again, no chance. Oh, look, someone, someone, um, Bleacher Report ranked all of them. <laughs> what is that- the date on that ranking, though? The date is great question. Because is it out? Oh, it, it's right before Mania. Okay. Okay. So right up until Mania. Wow. Well, up until Mania, they said the this is ranking them in order of greatness, not who you thought would win. It's greatness. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. Number one has to be Brock at, at SummerSlam. Number one is Jay Uso at Clash of Champions. Really? Yes, they have Jay Uso, number one, Clash of Champions. They went Sami Zayn at the Chamber, number two. They went Drew McIntyre, Clash at the Castle, number three. That was a really good one, too, though. They went Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, April 30th, 21, as four. 
please. That that was a good match, but better than better than the Brock though. We're still not at Brock. I, I, number five, they have Mania thirty seven when he, as we know, stacked, smashed them, stacked them, pinned them one two three. Daniel Bryan and Edge. Then we have Logan Paul, which was a lot of fun at Crown Jewel number six. Again, no chance he was losing that. Although during it, you did start to think, wouldn't it be crazy? Yeah, that that's we saw we talked about that last week too. That <laughs> they're not showing they're not showing the any respect for your run. match, by the way. They're not showing any respect for this Brock match. Yo, Brock flipped the ring and he didn't make it to top five. <laughs> like, um Roman versus Daniel Bryan, fast lane twenty one is number seven. Roman versus KO. Hold on, hold on. That's the match that Daniel Bryan won the Elimination Chamber after, and the match was like 10 seconds because Roman came and beat him after the match. They put that at... Is that is that what that was? Yeah. That's how Daniel Bryan got into the WrestleMania match. He won the Elimination Chamber for a championship opportunity. Roman came out immediately after, beat him in like seconds, and then Daniel Bryan kept complaining and then got added to the Mania match. Got stacked, smashed, pinned one, two, three. Kept complaining. Ended up in the SmackDown match, and then because my, my chief don't play. He's let me a see. Man where, let me word. let me see. Let me see where your SummerSlam is. By the way, uh, okay, it's it's in here somewhere. Here we no. <laughs> was that the Mania match or was that a Crown Jewel? So different. I, I saw Crown Jewel. Because there's a couple of Brock matches, but I feel like the SummerSlam. There it is. Number 10 is Last Man Standing at SummerSlam. Okay. I mean. They have Cesaro ahead of you. <laughs> no. No. Um, I truthfully don't remember how great. Uh, no, I, I liked I liked the Lesnar match a lot. That was the one where Michael Cole like lost his mind. and Yeah. It, was, it was chaos. It was chaos. It was complete. Like when he bought the tractor out. I didn't realize how much the tractor would be involved in the match. Like he he was he used it for his entrance. He stood on top of it. Who knew? Who knew? Then he dumped Roman with it. All right, so when let's count them work, out. Then though. he flipped the ring with it. Let's count them up though. It's it's Jay, Sammy, Drew, Brian, Edge, Logan Paul, um, KO. That's what, what that, seven. Cesaro's eight. Brock is nine. Riddle's ten. We already did Edge. We already did Owens. We already did. Uso. Seth would make eleven because Seth. Hold on, Seth I, I don't want to get out of order because I I'll see them all. Cena's eleven. Okay. Seth is twelve. Finn is thirteen. Ray is fourteen. Uh, Braun fifteen. Goldberg 16. And that's it. It was 16 different people. 27 or now 28 matches. 16. Oh, and that add Cody. 17 people that he's defended against during that time. I, I don't listen, I I just don't I don't believe the notion. I think that's a, what a real champion does. And listen, I'm not SGG. I'm not saying the guy should be champion until 2038. I'm just saying. I don't know that we have to deride him for not being a fighting champ. By the way, is anyone demanding he take matches? Well, yeah, why, I, here's I, why, why I is Cody demanding him. a rematch? I didn't see anybody challenge him. Like Cody, I guess, you know, Cody obviously got thrown into something with Brock Lesnar. But if you're Cody, you could be saying, 
as soon as I handle Brock Lesnar, I want Roman Reigns. Or he could be saying, I don't have time to worry about you, Brock Lesnar. I'm going for Roman Reigns. Yeah. No. He, you know? he just accepted that. Like, he did, we didn't see him go to Adam Pierce, uh, Triple H. No Maybe one. like he just, us. He has no idea what Adam Pierce's job is. Exactly. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. SGG, any, did you have any big takeaways from Raw or SmackDown this week? Obviously, tonight is the start of the draft. We're finally here. Yeah, tonight is the start of the draft. I mean, my, I guess my biggest takeaway from Raw was, and you guys touched on this briefly, but um, was what happened prior to Raw, right? Like, I don't want to retread Monday night. You and, you and Dip went into it. Um, but the CM Punk of it all, he like he just shows up backstage <laughs> like what is that about i know it, it is wild right i almost felt like it was undersold how crazy it was it is very crazy just because like the man went scorched earth on wwe let's just let's just call it what it is uh he went scorched earth and he laid out some reasons and depending on your your value system these could be very good reasons right they wanted me to work sick they wanted me to work hurt i almost died they fired me on my wedding day i will never go back these are the worst people blah 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 blah, blah. right that was cm punk's mantra and then he's backstage and like making amends with with the miz a person who he derided uh 
over the years, even even when he was on a WWE show for Fox <laughs> and Triple H, the doofus son-in-law, who was back to run the show, which is what he warned against. <laughs> he, he warned against the company being placed in Triple H's hands. Well, and by the way, and I, I know and now that really, that narrative's changed publicly as the entire wrestling world is like, oh my God, please Triple H run the entire thing. Yeah, it's it's like it's like the it's like his theme song says, we bowed down to the king. They hit the, it Monday, you heard it. Behold the king. It is it is I I am curious to who else he ran into cuz he's got his share of people that the second he left just completely unfriended. Yeah, and listen, it sounds like he didn't have that much time to run into people. <laughs> Right, because the reports were that he he bumped into the people. He was able to speak to the Miz. Uh, we saw him speaking to Tamina in the parking lot. Um, he he asked for some time with Triple H, and then was told he had to leave. Triple H. It sounded like Triple H was open to it, but um, the conversation never happened. But but there is like Seth, right? Seth, the the probably the most popular person in the company. Aside from Roman, oh, but yeah, there's who just argument. destroyed him recently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seth just Seth just bombed on him out of nowhere, and then last summer there was the Roman's been popping off at him too. So it's like <laughs> you'd have to think that his apology tour would have to last longer than the five or ten minutes that they said he was in the building. Oh, they're saying it was months. that fast. Well, no, I'm assuming I'm assuming that it was that fast, but you really there's really no way to tell because. The reports were that he was back there, and then people saw him, but like couldn't believe that they saw him. <laughs> and then he bumped into the Miz and was able to speak to the Miz. And then he saw Triple H too and asked to speak to Triple H. And Hunter was like, "Well, let me run it by, let me run it by the big guy." And the big guy was like, "Let him, let him leave the building." But who knows? That could have been a course of an hour, thirty minutes, Wild. five minutes, ten minutes. You really don't know, but. So, so we did a um, mock draft here. By the way, it should be noted. Yes. Um, I'm I, I'm never sure with these exercises what the point of the mock draft exercise is. It's fun, but then at the end, like we're like we're sitting there making like decisions. Like, well, what about? And I'm like, wait a second, we're not actually going to start a promotion, are we? I don't know how this works at this point. <laughs> but we let's go. I was but, told there was some funding behind these rosters that we. Would, oh, really? We need to hire some of these people. Budget. Maybe get a, get a budget. Um, I'll just tell you guys how it started. Um, the draft order was Wednesday Worldwide went first. Uh, Mass Man Show went second. We went third. Uh, it was Wednesday a snake draft. This was important to note. So that Yeah, yeah. So you just keep going back and forth. So the people on the ends get two every time. Right. And the Mass Man Show keeps getting one, but they are in the middle. So... So you get Roman first. Uh, Mass Man takes Bianca. We take Rhea. That's the start of the show. Roman, Bianca, Rhea. Start of the draft. Then uh, we take Seth Rollins immediately after Rhea. Mass Man grabs Cody. And Wednesday Worldwide grabs Gunther nice and early. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't peep that at first when they did it. I'm not going to lie. And then, and then they grab Montez Ford from us. Two we were interested in. And, and it should be said too. I, I, there was discussion of taking Montez as either our first pick or our second pick, and I was like, oh, he'll be on the board at least by the time it gets back to us. He's gone by the time it gets back to us. Although I have to tell you, I'm being serious right now, Shuji, and looking at all three shows, ours to me 
is it's abs- very balanced. It's absolutely the most balanced, consistent. You could really win with it roster there is. Yeah, I we have we have we have here. You go. The cheap heat roster ends up being Rhea, Seth, Dominic, Logan, Bobby Lashley, Charlotte Flair, Braun Breaker, Brock Lesnar, Edge, and the Miz. You got, you got a, you got veterans. You got attractions. You have uh, the women's champion. You have the newest young star with legacy and, and dominant Mysterio. Try said true. that about Braun Breaker too. <laughs> Plus you got Braun Bron- Breaker too. Exactly. Plus you got Braun Breaker. Then you have the veteran element, the edges and the misses. You got so much. Mass Man Show has Bianca, Cody, KO, Becky, Carmelo Hayes, LA Knight, Jay Uso, Austin Theory, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet. It's a fun listen, it's there are fun people on there. Yeah. Absolutely. I I think it's a bit of a top heavy roster they have, in my personal opinion. Sorry. I said what I said. I said what I said. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we stand on it. We stand on it. Wednesday worldwide. Um, again, fun, good stuff in here. Is it is consistent though? They have Roman, Gunther, and nobody else on his level. Gunther Montez. Well, Gunther's who you'd hope to get to Roman's level, right? That would be the story you're hoping you get to tell at some point. But he's not Roman. there. Like when you when you when you take well, these roster, you got to start the show up. <laughs> that's a good point. Is he there? They have, they have Roman Gunther Montez Bailey. Sami Zayn, Solo Sokoa, Liv, Finn, Asuka, Grayson Waller. Really cool, dynamic people. We're the only show with the star power, the veteran right. leadership, the right. attractions. Come on, man. It's, I mean, come on. You telling me, you telling, you guys are telling me that you don't want to see Braun Breaker mix it up with some of these people that we have on our roster right now? Like, come on. Like you said, we got Dominic Mysterio, the young, hot legacy act. That that kid is the future. Logan Paul. Not to mention, if we were drafting the commentary team, I know who I'd put in the chair. Boom. Charlie Arnold and Sean Hannity. Colin Raw <laughs> every single week. You want ratings? Oh, my God. You want ratings? Instant. Instant Boom. success. Instant success. What a move I did not have on my bingo card for 2023. Yo, me either. I, I did not see it coming at all. I, I took the risk the other day in, in her post because, I mean, Charlie and I have been friends since before she ever went to WWE or ESPN. I've known Charlie since before that. And when she posted a, the thing about Sean Hannity, she was like, with Sean Hannity and Clay Travis, she's like, pinch me moment. I posted <laughs> just a single teardrop. <laughs> right. I thought I to me, I thought that tell me if I'm wrong. I thought that was a, a respectful way of showing my disapproval. I think I think so. It's humorous. It's not a clown face. It's not laughing. It's a well, right, because it's not projected onto the person, right? It's not a judgment of the person. It's completely it's on myself. Your feelings, you are sad. You're not even like, oh, this makes me sad, so you need to do X, Y, Z to put no. a smile on my face. This is just it just made me sad. A feeling, yeah. So I just maybe I, I mean, listen, it was one of those ones where like I should have left it alone, <laughs> but I also, but I also was it was a mix because usually for me it's either do nothing. And maybe have some regrets or go too far and have lots of regrets. I, I think I struck a nice balance. Just a 
I think so too. I just think a, so too. just one drop. Um. Anyways, let's. Uh. I do want to say I threw on um this morning. I have a new new tradition. I lo- I love. I I usually get out of work early on Friday mornings. And I go back to bed. Friday's the day where like I jump back in bed early and catch another got, hour. Listen, you got to. It's so great on Fridays. It's an amazing way to start the day. And I'll throw on Dynamite because especially now I'm getting no chance between the NBA playoffs. And uh, watch Dynamite going to bed. I will say the, not shockingly, lot of humor and fun to be had in the MJF Sammy Guevara relationship. There's a, <laughs> there's a great opportunity there. They, Sammy, uh, they were doing an interview with Renee. First of all, they're such trolls. They're, they've been like kissing each other on the forehead, which is <laughs> tremendous. Um, and Sammy gave MJF a vest. He's like, I brought you a gift. And he gave him one of his vests. And then MJF's like, no, no, I brought you a gift. And he gives him the Burberry scarf. And then, boom, now they have the same outfit. And I was like, that was a fun way. I'm not saying they're going to become like a tag team for a while, though I certainly wouldn't be surprised if they did some of that. But I was like, I don't know that I've ever seen that exact way to getting to wear the same gear. Yeah, and I, you know me. I hate when people align themselves and then decide, like, listen, they didn't say they're going to be a full-fledged tag team, but if they're going to be a pairing and they're going to go out and wrestle, same name, team name, and same gear. One or both needs to happen. So for them to for them to do that, it's a smart like I agree. That's a smart way to get to the at least we have a unified look. Yeah, I I was very I thought it was very funny. Um and um let's see. I, I gotta say I think Wardlow looks great. I hadn't seen Wardlow in a minute. Um Wardlow has a situation with um Christian and um Luchasaurus, Dips Hero. <laughs> Well, well, I want to back up a little bit because you didn't get to what I thought was the funniest part Mm. when it was time to go. And and Max told him the car was full. Or did you not get to that? (laughs) I didn't even catch it. He was like, no, no. He's like, there's no room, but I got you next time. Don't worry about it. I'll make sure there's a seat for you. (laughs) No, listen, this is good. I uh, We we talked about on this show, I think somewhat, that the Max Daniel story missed missed in places where like I thought it had so much potential and I thought the storytelling there was not what I was looking for for what it could have been especially for for Daniel you know like Max is fine Max is basically the only person who is fine and who even when his stories aren't as good as they are at other times he's in such a good position he's put himself in such a good position I don't really worry but Brian Danielson we've been waiting for him to have his true AEW moment uh, and I and I didn't think that fully happened in the Mac story. This though, the four pillars story is a very good. It's a good way to prop up these three other talents. And listen, we know Max isn't going to lose the title in this story. That, that's that's not happening here. But listen, it's the same thing we've been through with Roman. Some PLEs, you know, this isn't the one he's defending here. But can you give me a good story that elevates the other people there? And so it's a good opportunity for Darby, Jung- Darby, Jungle Boy, and Sammy to elevate their profiles along the way. And then we'll find out at Wembley Stadium if Max has a match that could actually be one where he loses the triple B. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the other three pillars, man, they have to start 
They got to be pillars. Start pulling their weight. Yeah, they got to start pulling their weight. Well, and it's tough, too, because, you know, Darby and Jungle Boy cannot hold their weight promo-wise, right? Like, they're, that's not something they're capable right. of yet. And it, it, it hurts. Sammy's getting better, though. Sammy's, Sammy's becoming a presence on the microphone. But, the, but Darby, and I love Darby, by the way. You, you know, I'm a, since the beginning, I think Darby is an eye-catching, awesome talent. But yeah, yeah Darby's he, been your guy. Darby, I love Darby. I really love all of them. J Jungle Jack w won me over too. Like at first, I was I like, like, "What is this dude?" To me, he was—he's the best pillar. But there's like he's got to get over some obstacles. And I don't know how he does that. Like I can't just say get better on the mic. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't say say like in ring. He—he's very dynamic to me. But there's just something is not clicking, and it—it it, it really did become obvious when the three of them had that promo. Um, prior to Max announcing the the tournament, that just like there's a gap here, uh, oh, and it's it's wide. It's get it like between Max and the other three pillars. That like I don't know if you wanted to rush into this story just yet, because a story like that they should all be equals or feel like equals. And even when he pointed out that like he didn't need a mentor or a crutch or anything like that to get him to where he is, um, it took Darby's mentor to point out the flaws in that like darby couldn't do that like sting doing that proved max's point and it proved that like that's that's a good point he's he's as much as they are have been held out as the four pillars he's a cut above and i don't know if they they got to this a little bit too early but let's let's get to a little bit of mail I'm going to, well, the time flew on this podcast. I know I said time seemed like it's been forever since Mania. Well, it, it totally flew, at least for me doing this podcast. Let's, uh, I'm looking in the mailbag on the old uh, Discord. Let's take a look here. What do we have? We only have a few here this week in the Discord, so I can look in the mailbag too. Uh, greetings to Sweet Pete, the physically Philly, and the Majin of the Malen. Given that we're in the NBA playoffs and all anybody in the world, uh, and anybody in the world of professional wrestling can talk about is the will he or won't he of CM Punk of it all. I've got an NBA comparison for him. Ben Simmons. If you contort your roster to completely cater to what they do well, there's greatness to be found. But if they don't feel 100% emotionally or physically, they'll take their ball and go home. To be fair, I'm thinking of before Jimmy Butler came to Philly and broke him all NBA Ben Simmons. I think there's a version of that guy still in there. What are your tees? I don't know because the Ben Simmons thing is interesting. Like he literally in one moment became a different guy and like, and is incapable of playing good basketball. Now, you know, I think all of us thought the CM Punk return to AEW was underwhelming. I don't think any of us would argue. It looked like he just forgot how to wrestle. Now the taking his ball and go home part. It's hard to make that comp either. Cause in this case, he didn't take his ball and go home. He was acting like a jack wagon and got booted. <laughs> Right. You know, it's almost like a mix of CM Punk is almost like a little bit of Ben Simmons and Kyrie smacked together. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I love that comp, but man, you mentioned Jimmy Butler. Pshh. Anyone who's in on the NBA playoffs, the Jimmy Cooks. Butler thing is exciting. Are you excited for the uh, Knicks heat series? Always, always like it's going to feel like your childhood. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. Something always pops off, especially with like, these ha these games have stakes now. So, like, you know, it's a different Knicks. It's a different Heat. I don't know how much these players are feeling that rivalry. But, I mean, 
the fans remember, <laughs> the people remember. And so this is just just from that standpoint, it's gonna be it's gonna be toxic. And yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna feel like you're pre attitude era all of a sudden. <laughs> seriously, um, seriously. Another one from Celts four 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 male. Shout out to my Celtics with the big win last night. By the way, now Philly next. Uh, what are your teas on AEW turning Rampage into Lucha Hour? It's never going to compete as a straight up show with the two other uh, two hour shows and tons of talent. Bandito, Vikings, Lucha Bros, etc. Um, I don't think you'd have to actually turn into Lucha Hour. Um, you you could, but I feel like you might be better off making it the place where you just sort of focus on that division. You know, whether it's just all the all the high flyers in general. I'm not mad at that as a plan. I, I've always been a little bit lost about what Rampage is supposed to be. I mean, it's the overrun, right? Like the the stories that they couldn't get to or they didn't dedicate time to on uh, on Wednesdays. Throw it on Rampage and then see if people people um, connect with it. Now, I don't think it's necessarily a wise thing to do to make that the Lucha Hour because you know, as WWE learned. When you segment off a section of your roster and say, like, this is where you find all of this talent, you have to execute it almost flawlessly to actually get people to come. Otherwise, you just have a place where there's great talent that nobody sees. Because that's yeah. what happened with 205 Live. Yeah, and, and, and exactly. And could very easily happen here. All right. Mail. Dipshits and Tony Khan is the subject here. Hey, Pete, I'm a Pete guy. SGG and Dip. Been with you guys since Grantland and loving the new schedule getting two shows a week. Two things from this week. One, the Dip marks that agree with all of his outlandish takes all the time should be known as Dipshits from now on. He spelled it D-I-P-S-C-H-I-T-Z. I like it. I like it, too. I like it, too. Two, Tony Khan really needs to stop doing backstage announcements. See his international championship upgrade segment and this week's Owen Cup announcements. Um, not very mage for a scripted tape segment. Not mage at all. Anyways, keep up the great work and enjoy yourselves. John Michael. Yeah, I, I, I saw. Uh, they're not great. They never are. I don't quite understand. I do understand. He wants to be. Vince. Yeah, I get it. He wants to be on camera, but he shouldn't be. Not now. No. I mean, maybe really slowly over years. But, like, yeah, he didn't need to do the Owen Cup announcement this week that they're doing in Calgary, which is neat. But, like, we don't, you didn't, you didn't, you could have run a package, you could have had Excalibur do it. There's other ways to go there. Um, Sauce Town writes us. Sauce Town. SOS Town. I don't know if that's Sauce Town or SOS Town. I don't know. I'll take it. I'll take it. Hello to the global sensation, Peter Rosenberg, 35 under 35, in parentheses, minutes, dip, and the goat, SGG. Now that we have modified the big gold belt, I'm, sen I'm sensing a nostalgic move into the undisputed WWE Universal Championship being replaced by a modified winged eagle. When? After Cody finally beats Roman at Night of Champions or SummerSlam. Is there a better way to unify those titles and introduce the winged eagle than Cody the Monday after a PLE would be mage? Thoughts? Love I love that idea. The modif a modified winged eagle, though? You're, you're against that? Yeah, I, I think so. I'll either just bring back the winged eagle completely, um, which is what Cody did with the classic Intercontinental Championship, right? He won it. 
he wanted the throwback design and he brought back the classic IC title. So he'd be the perfect person to bring back another classic design. But I didn't like the mod I don't like the modern update on the big gold belt. So I don't I definitely don't trust him to go back. And, yeah, and- SUG and I were on the side of not loving not loving exactly how that looked. It's okay. Yeah. And maybe it needed like some more silver accents to make the details pop or something. I don't Honestly, know. Honestly, can I just say the truth? It's just hard when you're like a nostalgic wrestling fan. It's just hard to make you make me at least really love a new title. It's just hard. Yeah, it is. I like it your is. your brain pictures the ones it wants to picture and all the other ones look so modern. I, I mean, truthfully, I'm probably now more into the current ones they have. Like I'm used to them. I like how they look. You know, speaking of which, Dip still never got me the the thing to to the frame to put up my twenty four seven championship. <laughs> Listen, man, that was Hollywood talk. It, it sounded good. It felt good. Oh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I I still have, I don't have it framed. <laughs> I still don't have it framed. I need it framed with the picture framed. I need the date engraved. Yeah, the whole thing. The it whole thing, like a plaque, like a like a, a full plaque. plaque. People would love it. By the way, people would see that. And to know that I actually want it, it makes it like a real thing to have up. It's something. It it's, is something. It's something. Like, yo. And listen, I know we mourned we mourned the death of the championship, but now you're locked in. Like, you don't have that many reigns and whatever the case may be, but you're locked in as one of, like, X amount of people to have held this championship, like, it's not your reign's not going to get diluted by more champions or other people holding the title belt. Like you are one of a special class of people to can who can say they have been a champion in the WWE. Um, even greater that you know minimal bumps, you know an minimal, assault, minimal. An, an assault in a hotel room, notwithstanding. Right, but still you are a champion thank you sgg and unlike a lot of these jabronis who quote unquote held the title i left the building with the title that's a fact i wasn't like on some tv show and in the middle of it they go oh ha 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 roll up pin title change boom title change no because because i would say what more than half of them are that yeah if we were to go to if we were to go through the title range i believe i believe sgg mine could be in length like a top how many title reigns do you think there were we, we probably know it's probably like 100 some yeah it definitely was 100 something now how many different people have held the title i'm not sure but of the people who held the title you have to have you have to have like a top 30 reign length of time wise Let's see. Like a single reign. Let's see. Let's see. There's a reign list of 24-7 champions. The total number is SUG. Let's see. Um, 202. There have been 202. 202 different champions? 202 reigns. 202 reigns. Okay. Um, combined days... By the way, the proof is in the pudding. I'm listed here in the combined reigns thing because I have one day. 
I think after me, nobody had it for a day, which put, if it has me here at 18. What did I say? What did I? It's a top what? 20 You're reign, a top bro. 20 champion in WWE. Come on. Come, like, what are we even talking about? You have to frame this. See, now, like, for example, they have a guy here named Joseph Average. Took place during an Old Spice advertisement backstage. Okay, okay. That lasted two seconds. That's why we don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's that a is. commercial. It doesn't even count. It's a commercial. But he didn't have the title for a real period of time. No. You know, like these are these are the ones that don't matter. They don't count. But I'm in there. Like I'm like Rob Gronkowski or Jace esque. <laughs> Seriously. Like, come on, man. And even him, like, like he he won it and then held it by duck and smoke. Like you won it and you took it to work the next like you were not hiding. You were not hiding. Now, how long did Ennis Cantor hold it for at the Garden on main event? Was it just for a second, like a segment? I think it might have been just a segment, yeah. See, I don't like that they list these people sometimes as having it be a day when, like, that's not actually accurate. No, less than a day. Yeah, they, they need a less than sign. Okay? No, they have, them, they have some with less than a day. Are you seeing Ennis Cantor as holding it for a day? Oh, they do have less than a day. Oh, they have lots of less than a day. That's that's the number of reigns. He had one reign. And he oh, you're right. There's tons of less than a days. I didn't yeah, even see everybody it. Everybody after you is less than a day. Wow. But, so that like like let's let's just look the people who you at least time wise like no shots at anybody. No shots. No shots at anybody. No disrespect Zero to anybody. But we just talking about in length of time. These are the people who you are a better. Champion, twenty four seven champion. Then, and like let's look, let's like Alexa Bliss, WWE Women's Champion, Love Grand Slam, like former WWE Champion, Jinder Mahal. You are a better twenty four seven champion than Jinder Mahal. Thank you. You know, Gerald Briscoe, WWE Hall of Famer, uh, an icon, uh, industry icon, Pat Patterson, better twenty four seven champion than Pat Patterson. The million dollar man. Everybody's got a price, but P. Rosenberg is priceless. Thank you very much. Better than the million dollar man. The- <laughs> Corey Graves. Oh, Graves, an embarrassing title, Ren. I don't even consider him. <laughs> he makes me sick to think about yeah, him as a champion. I mean, listen, we're not, you know, <laughs> great guy, embarrassing title, Ren. Mayor Glenn Jacobs. No, listen, you see my name in there. You know who, you know who had a, a reign, a one day reign that I respect? Bad Bunny had one. He had a real reign, though, for a while, too. Yeah, he did. He did. You know? Global sensation. F- fellow global sensation, I think, I guess you could say. Now, they say here they have a couple referees listed. Three referees who held it for a day. Oh, they were on live events. And then they held it for a day. Dewdrop had it for a day. Oh, those are less than a day. Sorry, I don't even want to be offensive to myself. My great reign. Anyways, guys, this has been a treat. We could talk about my WWE 24-7 championship reign forever, but I'm going to let you guys forever have Forever like you are the forever 24-7 champion. You know what? When you're right, you're right. Uh, we don't know who's going to be on Tuesday. SUG, you in court Tuesday or you on the show? I'm on the show Tuesday. Oh, uh, boom. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, we're back. Wednesday, but yeah. All right, so maybe we're all. It's, it's a backlash go-home show. Maybe we're all here. And guess what? We will be two days into the draft. Right. No, the draft will be done, right? Is it only, by, wait, are they only doing it on two days this time? Friday and Monday. They're not doing a second Friday and Monday. I don't. So, I don't believe so. So we will know. 
Uh, yeah, know. by the way, there's only one draft going on right now. Let's be honest. Who cares about the NFL draft? I was at a bar last night, and I'm, I have to deal with people cheering because the Carolina Panthers make a pick. I'm like, what the hell is going on like, here? What, yeah, uh, what are you people doing with your life? There's a real draft. It's tomorrow. It's the WWE draft. So we'll have a whole new roster to talk about. Uh, we, you know what? I'm saying it right now. Dip's going to have to figure it out. We'll all be here. That's a big show on Tuesday. <laughs> no, we have to do it. We have to do it. Friday, that's, a, that's a whole new roster to talk about. Very excited about that. Um, everyone do it. And maybe we'll have a Troy the Goy update. Troy, have you safely made it to the East Coast? I am back in the East Coast. However, I won't be here on Tuesday. So, Well, that was in and out. And yeah. uh, have, do you have, do you have any dates? Do you have any dates scheduled killer. yet? No. All right. Just keep us posted, okay? Absolutely. I saw that DM slide that you posted yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. the anniversary of your DM slide to Miss Hatton. <laughs> Great That's work. Right. I'm going to take some notes from that one. Were you yeah, were you inspired at all? I was. And there was actually someone in the in the, in the comments who sub-commented to me, "Troy, take notes." And I think Peter posted this for you. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's not true, but I do appreciate the insight by the the gentleman. Um, all right, guys, everyone do us a favor. I'm going to be in Detroit um tomorrow if you happen to be in the detroit area and want to see uh me doing a live podcast i'm doing one app live with cypher sounds at sneaker con okay sneaker con um in detroit so you can look them up online get all the information and we will catch you next week tuesday everyone uh stay mage uh sug enjoy yourself take it easy up and like stand in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together also ladies and gentlemen at this time Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Midge.